I remember one Sunday when I was in high school, my mom got this idea to make cookies. Hundreds of them, like her grandmother used to make. Our kitchen was tiny and we kept bumping into each other as she worked on the filling and I rolled out the dough, both of us covered in flour and powdered sugar. I remember, after a day's worth of work, my mom moving a huge ton of the cookies to the freezer and watching them spill all over the kitchen floor. But, tragic ending aside, while we were baking, my mom told me about cooking with her mother, grandmother, and sisters. They would always make these cookies around the holidays, cream cheese dough wrapped around an apricot, walnut, or poppy seed filling. We called them kiffles or kolachi, the Hungarian and Czech terms for what I think is the same cookie, but my mom disagrees. Anyway, these were kind of our thing. And honestly, they're not that good. I don't consider anything without chocolate to be truly dessert. So when I went home, I asked my family why these cookies, or any food, has survived generations. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sue. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> Would you like to dance? <laughs> That's who I am. What do you want to know about me? <laughs> all right, so I guess I'll explain what I'm doing. Um, so I wanted to ask you about different recipes and stuff you grew up eating or cooking. Um, well, I don't remember, but I do remember coming home from school and my mom would have cookies being, um, rolling them out. She had special recipes and it made us feel special. What other stuff did your grandmother, Barney, make? Oh my gosh, kolache. She made these holiday poppy seed balls. Well, wait, well, wait, uh, first introduce yourself. I'm your mother. <laughs> I'm Kathy. <laughs> I don't know. When you were making food in your adult life, um, <clears throat> I guess, like, how did you decide what to make? Because, like, not everything that you make is going to reflect what you grow up, grew right. up eating necessarily. No, it, it reflects what you can afford, how healthy you want to be. And when you were younger, there was ingredients that you used that you would never dare use, like lard. Hello? Who would do that today? Grandma Barney probably used lard. That's interesting. Just how education will change the way we eat. I think habit, though. I think habit probably supersedes education in food, in comfort things. I think habit probably plays a, a much bigger role. But now that we're aware of our habits and we're changing that we're aware of, then we probably will change. I don't think food's one of the last things that people cha don't change. That's interesting, and why would that be? Because I think it's all about comfort and what you're familiar with. I think tastes are very, very specific. Why do you think food in particular is so tied to culture and heritage? And I think it's one of the easiest things to impart on who you are. It's easy to pass on a recipe. It's easy to recreate a recipe, a food recipe. Some of the other ways, maybe not so much. I don't know, stories. I guess stories would, maybe other families use stories. But we certainly, I think the only way we pass down a lot of things were for, from food. Tradition, I mean, it's just, I still think it's a lot to do with comfort. It's who we are. I guess food is who we are. Let's think about that. Yeah, well, let's think about that. <laughs> if you think of a cookie that's good, or so, you have shared memories or easy to share, what else is as easy to share as food? And, and when you put the diverse family together and you ask friends and family over, what else could you share that easily? So when I got back to Bloomington, I figured I'd make these cookies for myself, continue this ritual on my own. 
The results were kind of ad hoc. I forgot to buy eggs. Shout out to my friend Casey for bringing me a single egg. I didn't have the proper apricot filling, so I used discount jam, and the dough looked like it was cut out by a monkey. But I brought them to an ASR meeting and made the staff eat them anyway. Um, so Sophia uh, is going for a cookie. So what do you look at when you see this cookie? So it's like nice and folded. It's brown on the edges, a little bit brown on the bottom. It seems to have nuts on the inside. It's like it's like really nicely folded. It's a nice presentation. If I were on Chopped, I would give you full points for presentation. Oh. It's good. Okay, everyone can have a cookie. Please take them. They're okay, is what I will say. Um, They're good. I like them. They're basically like baklava but like a cookie what is this um it's called a collage collage i made something like these one time but obviously it wasn't these because i made them um Um, how do you feel now that i've shared my do you feel like i've shared my heritage with you i do i feel like i'm in i don't feel like i'm in the czech republic i feel like i'm in the united states with my friend who has czech heritage and that's exactly the point that you're making right I thought there's something to be said about sharing food with people and sharing food with friends. Like when you brought this, I think we all, all of our eyes lit up. And I think that's happened in the past when people brought food to meetings is that it kind of makes you love the person that's bringing you the food because it's free food. In fact, I will have another one. (laughs) The music for this piece was created by Poddington Bear under a Creative Commons license. For American Student Radio, I'm Abby Gibson.